Longtime fans of the show should be familiar with the lender formerly known as Sue Pullen, and I'm pleased to announce that she's back, fresh off a rebrand and ready to help as Sue Mackey. Sue is a certified mortgage advisor at Fairway Independent Mortgage, an equal housing lender who focuses on finding the right product for you and your needs. She has over 20 years of experience helping thousands of homeowners. Whether it's purchasing, refinancing, or even a reverse mortgage, Sue will help. Sue's licensed in 36 states now, so reach out and let Sue Mackey it happen for you. The best way to reach her is just give her a call at 520-977-7904 or in an email, spullen at fairwaymc.com. Fairway Independent Mortgage has an MLS number of 2289. Sue Mackey has an MLS number of 206048. That email again, spullen at fairwaymc.com. And that phone number is 520-977-7904. Shoot Sue an email and let her know she needs to update that address. You are listening to an entertainment program put together by a company called Financial Ineptitude. Anything said on this show is not an endorsement or professional advice. Would you really want to tell a court of law you were suing us because you thought taking financial advice from two idiots on a podcast put out by Financial Ineptitude was a good idea? Really? Clown hat smiley face. Hello and welcome to the China Shop, everyone. Kicking the doors open. I'm shopkeeper Dan with me. As always, is Kyle, the creator of FinancialIneptitude.com. Kyle, how's this fine, wonderful day treating you? Uh, not too bad. I had a really good uh, end period to, to put a nice bow on an otherwise not-so-great week. <laughs> you you <laughs> rocked that end period, man. Uh, until, it, uh, until it flipped on me, and I uh, ended up having to, to reverse into the end. I think that was what saved me was the nice close push, <laughs> that five-second <laughs> flag. <laughs> Anytime you you the end of the period green is good in my book. Uh, yeah, no kidding. Those <laughs> those things are mm, they can go either way quickly. Yeah, yeah. especially because we're always trading the Nasdaq, and the thing is uh, wild. Yeah. Though we did discover the new, I should say, Purdue showed us the new the new five second chart for, for the Nasdaq. <laughs> Finally, made the structure make sense to me. It's like, oh, oh, now I see it. Well, it's playing out the same speed that we do our replays at. Yeah, so, maybe that's why. <laughs> <laughs> Cracked the code. Yep. All right, come on in the shop with us today, folks. Sit back, relax, hedge against the rage machine. We'd like to welcome any new listeners just joining us. We're here smashing our way through a complete set of fine china, sharing our ever-growing strategies for trying to maximize gains and cut losses. If you new are new to the shop, get the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 That's if not what he meant. Shop and stock trading in general. You can always check out our knowledge and resource centers on financialineptitude.com, or you can give one of our many beginner trading episodes a listen. We'll have all those links in the episode description. But the best place to be is head on over to our Discord server. We get on there every day. It's just a really amazing, awesome place to be. More on that in a little bit, though. Oh, Okay. Yeah. Well, all right. Put a, put a pin in that. Well, I guess we'll talk to about that in a minute. Uh, got Kyle, any show news to report? <laughs> yeah, we've got a huge announcement to make today. This is going to be the last episode in this format. Yes. Going forward, weekend episodes are going to be more of a roundtable format with myself, Banks, and Baba Yaga from Banta, as well as like Flary whenever he's able to join in. We'll also have some other people from some other like friends of the show that pop in and uh, as necessary when when people aren't able to take part. Uh, once a month, we're also going to plan on bringing in experts to discuss specific topics. Uh, and the other big piece that's going along with this is we're also planning on merging our Discord with Vantas. 
we will be running mm -hmm. the free side of their server. I believe this is going to allow us to share more insights from professionals with our community while still being able to keep all of our content free. Uh, the weekend roundtable episodes starting next week are also going to be streamed live in that Discord. We learn and we improve and we challenge each other. And I think this is a step in the right direction to make all of that accessible to everyone in our community. Uh, I still plan on doing guest episodes on a weekly basis, but those will be more focused on trading and education. Goal is to provide traders at all levels opportunities to interact. And I want to make this podcasting community a platform where people can come not only to listen, but to also get involved. Ah, there's a lot in that statement there. Uh, <laughs> I think I think the both of us have realized that the format that we came up with three years ago has kind of run its course, right? Yeah, absolutely. Like I don't know about you, but I'm not learning much talking about news every week anymore. Nope. So so this is a step I think to kind of put us in a position where we can be surrounded with the professionals and the right people to learn from, and that's kind of the the whole goal of this entire move. Yeah, and and honestly, the guys over at Vanta Trading are amazing. They are yeah. really amazing guys. Uh, not just good skilled traders, good communicators, good and, teachers, uh, great teachers and educators. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's 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 a great move. It's a great move. So, what are you planning on doing then, Dan? Well, I am currently about three quarters of the way through development i, I guess honestly I just got a bunch of singing to do uh i'm putting together a entertainment focused show called half cocktails uh it's just going to be a hell of a good time talking about news culture laughs uh with a bent on promoting science uh evidence-based reasoning and the social contract what about outrage yes there will be tons of outrage okay good Whew, all right yeah all yeah, right. you can't you can't do media without outrage. No, I'm I'm gonna have uh, uh be myself and uh, almost like like you were saying with a roundtable. It's gonna mm -hmm. have more of a roundtable feel. Uh, I want to make it kind of feel like a like a modern version of like a Dean Martin variety show. Oh, okay, I got you. Nice, but yeah. but with like a with like a sciency bent. Like it, like imagine Dean Martin and his co-host was Isaac Asimov, and you got the the show that I'm going for. I love that. What yeah. about trading then? Oh, I'm still, I mean, I'm still active on Vanta. I, I had my best week ever this week. <laughs> so you're not going away is what I'm saying. No, you'll still find me on the Vanta Discord. I'm still going to be around. And part of the having that roundtable, uh, the way we're setting that up too, means that uh, it's easy for, for people to come in and guest. And hopefully you'll be one of those. Absolutely. Absolutely. And every, every now and then I even have a meaningful thing or two to say. I know. <laughs> now you can save them all up for once. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And maybe my microphone will be on. Like, <laughs> oh God. <laughs> yeah, nobody was ignoring you today, Dan. I promise you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Found that out the hard way. Anyway, uh, this has been really, really great, great format though to, to get hit the ground running with. It's really served us really well. It's taken us so far. We've come. It so really far. has. It's and kind of I'm, bittersweet too. Yeah, I'm really, I'm really grateful to have been here with you, man. And I love you, and I love all of the audience out there. I love all of you. This has been phenomenal, far beyond any of my uh, vision for it when we started up. Oh God, yeah. When just two of us with a laptop and a webcam, yeah, on Zoom, yeah, <laughs> me chugging yeah. a beer and the before the first uh, recording button was hit, so that mm -hmm. way I'd feel a little more comfortable with my voice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know, Dan. I don't know. I don't, I don't know like the sound of my own voice. 
Yeah, you, you you taught me that everybody thinks that. Yes. <laughs> and not just about mine. <laughs> everybody thinks that about their own voice. Yeah. Oh, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Except for narcissistic assholes like me. I love my voice. <laughs> just do you me really? talk all day. I do enjoy the sound of my own voice. Yeah, it's stupid. I know I sound like an arrogant, cocky prick, but uh, here we are. Fucking hey, oh, I guess I kind of <laughs> come around to my own. After you hear it enough times, it just becomes a voice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's- All right. Well, Dan, do you want to you want to give us a, a a good movie reference then to uh, to segue into? Oh, whoa, the, whoa, whoa, whoa! Slow down. This final show, or should we slow down? We, okay, okay. First, we got to talk about what kind of show we got. Oh we, yes, we've sorry. got a yelping, yearning yawning show for you today though it occurs to me i should have done z's instead of y's what are you gonna do <laughs> lots of market moving news plenty of stocks on the radar and brighter futures than sam bankman fried's defense attorney oh my god that poor bastard <laughs> i'm also checking real quick to see if we have reviews on yelp <laughs> objection your honor it's devastating to my case <laughs> A bull in a china shop has a bunch, but that's not us. Damn it. All right. Someone yeah. review us on Yelp. <laughs> <laughs> Just in time. I know, right? Yeah, reach out to us. We love your messages and comments on Twitter and Facebook, uh, especially over on the Discord. We'll have a link to something in the episode description. Probably There'll the be some crossover content. time. It'll take some time. Uh, if you're old school, you can uh, send an email to two bulls at financialneptitude.com. That's the number two, B-U-L-L-S. Kyle's going to still be monitoring that, I'm sure. Uh, uh, yes. All three emails we've gotten over the years. Uh, we've gotten more than that, haven't we? <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I stopped giving out the phone number because nobody called. I know. It was just me. <laughs> <laughs> nobody calls anything anymore. It's, it's, learn that. it's true. It's true. I, yeah, I should have made it a text. That's probably what happened. Everyone was yeah. texting that number. Yeah, right. right. Probably 300 voicemails. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe you want to reach out because you got a hot stock tip. Maybe you want to tell us about a great trade you just made. Or maybe you're an unsinkable ship with everything to prove. But on your maiden voyage, somebody steers you straight into an iceberg. It doesn't matter. We just love it when you reach out. Hmm. I think I might be able to get this one. Yeah. Yeah, it's a thinker. It is. What was last <laughs> week's though? Your bride to be is kidnapped by some aliens, so you need to gather a ragged band of heroes in an ancient glaive and storm the traveling spaceship mountain and rescue her. That sounds like uh, wait, traveling spaceship mountain. <laughs> sounds like a fever dream. Oh, wait right? a minute. Wait a minute. Traveling. That sounds very familiar. Uh-oh. Uh oh. Fifth Element. Nope. Damn. No, it's a eighties uh, fantasy epic. Crawl, K R U L L. I have seen that. God damn it! <laughs> got, got Liam Neeson in a bit role. Yeah. I think I have seen that. Yeah, yeah. That was like the wasn't that like a Conan knockoff or a He Man knockoff or kind of thing? Uh, yeah, had a lot of elements of it. Had the Cyclops yeah. that could see his own death. Mm. They could see the future, but only his own death. Anyway, stop talking about Crawl. Uh, I really yeah. like the movie Crawl Man. I'm gonna watch that this weekend. I think. All right, hey Kyle. <laughs> How did the bet go? Well, I don't know if you paid attention to the markets this week. <laughs> no, what happened this week? Well, we thought it'd be a great idea to go to an old trusty friend, AMC. Uh, you can't do better than AMC. Who's better than AMC? Can't do better than AMC. AMC opened the week Monday at $9.37. And it didn't quite hit our target of lunar orbit. Uh, the high of the week was only $9.96. Oh. But it closed on Friday at nine dollars and fifteen. 
which gives us $470.77. So it could have been a lot worse, Dan. If yeah. You remember, remember Random? Oh, that guy. Random, Random went with CRMT that opened the week at 74.88 and closed at 64.40. But not before hitting <laughs> Random's 15% trailing stop at 63.65. Random is the month at 455.08. What did I say, Dan? When you need a win, you, you go to AMC. AMC. <laughs> wow. Wow. How crazy is that? wow who would have thought if you pull up the the daily chart of amc and just look at how range bound it was this entire time like ah yeah you didn't moonshot but uh you did enough you did enough hats off amc thank you wow well done right that's amazing (laughs) fucking amc (laughs) i can't believe that ah all right now that we've done the big news, should we talk about whatever bullshit economic news has been going on this week? Oh, yeah. Stuff's happening. Dow drops deep on moving inflation. COVID frustration. War damnation. We're just bringing you the fucking news. You got to recognize the game if you don't want to lose. We're just trading information. Rioters raiding, insider trading, taxes are raising, bills on the hill. We got a crypto mill, no, they ain't growing weed. When the Fed speaks today, it's some shit we don't need. Sing it, man. Two bulls trading information. What? Two bulls trading information. I'm inclined to agree. Two bulls trading Dan, you want to lead us off? Uh, sure, sure. I had a uh, I had a personal request from uh, one of our listeners in Tucson, mm. and uh, this this uh story came out 15 hours ago. Uh, EU and China are competing with their global investment schemes. Huh. Uh, specifically, uh, China has got their Belt Road Initiative. Okay. Ten years old this year. Um, they've been pouring money all over the world. We've talked about the inroads in Africa, um, but they've been doing it all over South America too. In fact, they've been doing it so much they hit a point where they had to stop asking for payments because they were bankrupting some of these countries, like if, like Venezuela, oh, for example. Yeah, we we kind of talked a little bit about the way they develop third world. Mm-hmm. countries and it was not pretty for them yeah yeah uh they're, apparently they had a ton of debt defaults between 2017 and 2023 yeah uh so people started to speculate that speculate that they're winding down or phasing out they are not uh xi ping xi ping mm-hmm. president pooh bear yeah yeah Pooh. Uh, there you go <laughs> <laughs> good old pooh bear uh, he's, he's not done with it at all. They're just, uh, they're trying to pivot into a more of a, a green initiative, more solar and wind infrastructure and, and try to be smarter about spending money. And, but they, they're still putting another 10 billion, oh, sorry, I didn't 100, realize, 100, 100 billion at a time. I guess I didn't realize the belt and road initiative was other countries. I thought that was them just building out the infrastructure of their own country 
No, the idea is they want, uh, well, <laughs> the cynics <laughs> will, will tell you they want these default swaps to guarantee uh, raw material resources from these countries. Yeah, I mean, like, I guess you get them by the balls and it's like, well, you got all that mining. Why don't you China can do the mining? Pay um, us in diamonds and yeah, gold. <laughs> pay us in <laughs> rare earth metals. metals. Yeah. Uh, but uh, China just says they, they want stronger emerging markets to sell and, ex- you know, to export their goods to. Mm. Yeah. That, uh, well, I mean, I guess that makes sense. But so, don't they have no money if they already owe you all their money? <laughs> <laughs> that, you know what? That was one of the problems of the first time around. Right. Uh, they recently had a summit in which uh, he laid out eight guiding principles for the new improved, quote, high quality. Mm. Uh, road initiative like they they want to try and and get have a little bit less corruption a little uh, less okay yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah integrity based uh it's interesting that uh ever since the war began in ukraine vladimir putin actually uh left russia to attend this bri forum oh really because russia is doing their best to partner with china kind of have to don't they i mean that kind of pissed off everybody else. Yeah, and this and this along with and I, I can't find any uh, num- hard numbers. I was I was trying to find how much money China is investing in real estate in the United States. Oh man, we looked that up a while ago. It was a lot. Yeah, it's it's insane how many people's mortgage or sorry rent rent checks go to pay off a Chinese mortgage. Oh my god. <laughs> anyway, what you got, Kyle? Well, speaking of debt, <laughs> uh, I guess the I guess the Treasury is going to be needing to borrow like another one and a half trillion dollars uh, in the fourth the fourth quarter and first quarter of twenty twenty four. This is the uh, the expectations or the estimates that J P Morgan and Deutsche Bank have uh, just released. Uh, Jefferies puts that number closer to one point four trillion, but still, and this is on top of the trillion estimated What's- borrowing that's already <laughs> taken place last quarter. What's a hundred billion amongst friends, Kyle? I know, right? You know, and it looks like a little decimal point. You're like, mm, that's not much difference. But yeah, you say it like that, 100 billion. <laughs> that's a big rounding difference. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, dude, this looks, uh, this this uh, this doesn't look good. Wait, like, uh, wait, are you, are the, you, are you saying the dramatic and drastic increase of debt? that's continuing is might have negative consequences i am saying that might be uh yeah i don't think this is bullish news that's what i'm saying who, who do we owe <laughs> the money to ourselves ourselves i guess probably china i don't know japan it is ourselves it is ourselves <laughs> yeah yeah that's how um but the, the, the heavy borrowing has already been one of the factors in the recent run-up in the long-term treasury yields um the New York session ended uh, the highest level since 2007 last week. Uh, they've been up about a, the 10 year and 30 year yields have all been up about a full percentage point as more traders have been fretting on the onslaught of supply because uh, you remember we talked last week, not as many people wanted to buy all these. So the yields keep going up and uh, uh, they're going to have to sell a whole shitload more. It looks like damn. Well, they yeah. can always raise taxes. Mm, that yeah. might cause a riot. Yeah, it's never. Nobody ever wants to hear that. I know, right? <laughs> uh, you know what? I'd rather just roll the dice on this treasury thing. <laughs> <laughs> Has the government considered buying some Powerball tickets? 
Uh, right. <laughs> Get that sucker down. Let's see. The JP Morgan team is in the news again talking about this. Uh, JP Morgan is expecting that the Treasury is going to announce an $800 billion in net marketable borrowing for October-December period, another $698 billion for January-March of 2024. As uh, the JP Morgan team wrote, quote, given this backdrop, the Treasury's current auction schedule is insufficient to meet its prospective financing needs. The funding gap remains large in the coming years, even after last quarter's increase. Well, I kind of blacked out as I said all those words. Does that make sense? <laughs> yep. uh, yeah. Yeah, this is uh, need more money and nobody wants to give it to us is what it looks like. I think that's the headline here. Yeah. China's closing their pocketbook now. I know. Right. Anyway, what else you got for, for market news here? Um. Well, you know, to continue with the rosy picture. <laughs> <laughs> painted by the headlines. Um, apparently, the consumer sentiment came out and it is lower, driven by inflation and raising interest rates. Oh, that's significantly lower, too. Yes. And oh, wow. the, the, the alarming part about it for a lot of uh, analysts is that high-income consumers showed the largest decrease in confidence. Why is that? important because they're the ones who have all the money in the market because they're the ones who have all the money in the market and are spending on luxury goods and if Uh if rich people stop spending there's a lot of pain according to weirdly this article was investopedia i didn't know they had news articles but apparently that's what they do now it's kind of threw me off um so they're saying uh one one uh what was this guy uh, the director of Michigan Surveys of Consumers warned that the drop in wealthy spending suggests that the potential boost to consumer spending from a favorable wealth effect may dissipate, translating to uh, sales have been good because rich people are still buying shit. Now that they're not, we're going to see sales slump. What was the guy's name that said that? Oh, I guess uh, Klatchkin said that. Apologies. Sorry, I just wanted Klatchkin. to hear you. And I just wanted to hear you try to pronounce it. Oren Klatchkin, market economist at Nationwide Financial. <laughs> I guess it could be Klacken. Klatchkin? Klatch- it looks like Klatchkin. Yeah, or maybe the K is silent. Maybe Klatchkin. it's Latchkin. Kraken. Oren Kraken. There you go. <laughs> I love a Kraken joke. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, overall, the index for current economic conditions declined, falling from... Oh, this doesn't make sense. 70.6 to 71.1. That's not falling. That's increasing. You bastards that invested. Falling to from. They just switched Ah. up the order on you. Oh. I hate it when they do that. They've been confusing me and I've had too much to drink. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. And the consumer expectation index dove 10% from 65.8 to 59.3, which is actually only six. What the fuck? Investopedia, get your math together. Anyway. No, that's that's ten percent. Sixty-five point eight to fifty-nine point three. That's six points. That's about ten percent. Six and a half points yeah. is about ten percent. Yeah, and one point four trillion is about one point five trillion. No big deal. <laughs> All right, um, let's see. What else do I? I have one other little one here. I wasn't sure where this goes. Um, remember our old friend, Mister Musk? Oh, that guy. He's still yeah. around. 
Yeah, uh, the headline of this article is awesome, too. C.T. Jones, the guy who wrote this, hats off for this one. Uh, it says Elon Musk offers to also ruin Wikipedia. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you saw the tweet that he sent out there, but he basically he, he first he uh, implied that the Wikipedia was mismanaging their money and that uh, he was mocking their calls for funding. He followed that up with a challenge and offered them one billion dollars if they changed their name to Dickopedia. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! He's gone full teenager. He is. This is exactly what you think of when you think of a person who has too much money. That's like yeah. just throwing it around, like dance for me, peasant. Here's five yeah. million dollars. Yeah, you, oh, you. I want to fuck your wife. Here's a million. Let me do it. <laughs> I'll pay you a billion dollars to change your name to Dickopedia. Yeah, I mean, I'd probably do it. <laughs> Let's be honest. <laughs> wow. For a billion dollars? Wow. <laughs> oh, and then the funny thing was somebody posted on there, like as a follow-up, uh, was, what did he say? It's like, just change it for a day and change it back. Yeah, right. The Musk responded, they'd have to do it for at least a year. I'm not an idiot. <laughs> oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> How dare you challenge the integrity of my Dickopedia offer? there are rules sir i am not a heathen it does look like wikipedia is uh, uh not not stooping to that uh that level they're not they're, they're saying wikipedia does not respond to that kind of encouragement yeah uh, yeah yeah which so. is which is funny because based on how many kids he has we know musk responds to all kinds of encouragement yeah, the, the official rules, the official rules for editing his Wikipedia page says it best. Wikipedia doesn't have to do what Musk says. <laughs> nice. Oh, uh, good for you, Wikipedia. Let's see what happens. Okay. You got the specter of a billion dollars hanging over your head, though. <laughs> I know oh, my Lord. decision. That would cloud my decision making process. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. Should we do uh, should we do some advertising before we, uh, we oh. do uh some stock stuff. I I have been eagerly awaiting the advertising all 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 day. Let's do it. All right. Longtime fans of the show should be familiar with the lender formerly known as Sue Pullen, and I'm pleased to announce that she's back, fresh off a rebrand and ready to help as Sue Mackey. Sue is a certified mortgage advisor at Fairway Independent Mortgage, an equal housing lender who focuses on finding the right product for you and your needs. She has over 20 years of experience helping thousands of homeowners. Whether it's purchasing, refinancing, or even a reverse mortgage, Sue will help. Sue's licensed in 36 states now, so reach out and let Sue Mackey it happen for you. The best way to reach her is just give her a call at 520-977-7904 or in an email, spullen at fairwaymc.com. Fairway Independent Mortgage has an MLS number of 2289. Sue Mackey has an MLS number of 206048. That email again, S-P-U-L-L-E-N at fairwaymc.com. And that phone number is 520-977-7904. Shoot Sue an email and let her know she needs to update that address. Mmm, tasty. Ooh, I'm full. I don't know if I can eat any more ads. Those were so good. I really hope it actually played some. (laughs) 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 All right, let's do stock time. Talk about stocks time Looking for setups It's still not advice Big moves, fresh news And earnings All that we're saying It's still not 
Please don't sue us. All right. Should I lead us off here? Yeah, let's do it. Um, let's see. Let's talk about Microsoft and Activision. I saw a nice little update on there. Uh, after the deal has gone through, uh, it looks like uh, there's a new push going on to try to unionize Activision Blizzard. Oh, really? Yeah, I didn't realize. I mean, I knew the video game industry was like super competitive because, I mean, who doesn't want to be involved in that, right? We all love video games. Love to be yeah. part of making them. Video games are great. Uh, it is incredibly cutthroat, hostile, uh, even outright abusive, as this article says. Oh, yeah. Uh, especially if you look at Activision's past. <laughs> uh, but I guess uh, now that because Activision used to have something in there that prevented them from or allowed them to fight the unionization efforts, I guess. But uh, Microsoft has their workers covered by a labor neutrality agreement. So that means that management cannot interfere with any attempts to unionize. And they've already started work to try to do that. Just that. Oh, interesting yeah i hope that that not being a union shop wasn't like one of the key uh points for them like the key checks in the box for like making this deal that might that might be really annoying and microsoft's like no (laughs) it's over now yeah uh, and i wonder how i'm kind of curious how uh keen my activision is to unionize well, Microsoft did come out and say, though, they reiterated the terms of their agreement with the CWA. They wrote in a blog post, quote, Microsoft remains steadfast in our support of our current and future employees and whatever choice they make about their workplace and their representatives. So it doesn't sound like they really care. Well, I mean, when you're the size of Microsoft and you're buying Activision, it's not for the employees, right? Well, not really. I wouldn't think. Well, it's more for the titles, right? Yeah, you would think. Yeah. The titles and the IP so they can sell it off to peru or some other place and hide all the tax money there (laughs) (laughs) Uh, there's more than ten thousand employees at activision blizzard that should now be eligible to form unions so we'll see uh we'll see how that goes all right what do you got for for stock news um it looks like uh chevron posted some earnings how did they do oil should be doing pretty well right they did terrible really um yeah uh and it shot them down six percent on friday they had a 66 cent per share profit miss what why how did they miss so bad uh apparently weak overseas refining really Yeah. yeah uh and and so this has directly affected their takeover of hess oil because mm. that Buy, uh, buyout was to be done with Chevron stock. Wow, how do they smash their revenue so well and still miss the miss the actual earnings that badly? Yeah, it's 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 got to be something to do with costs, Re- weak overseas refining results. You know, I guess they didn't get as much refined. I don't know. Uh, maybe they didn't do as well locking in the cheap oil prices. Are, are they drillers um, or are they they're, just refiners? Their overseas refineries delivered roughly half the net income analysts were expecting. Wow. I don't know if, if Chevron, if Exxon, I mean, I'm assuming they drill and refine. I would assume so too, but I'm not sure on that. Yeah. Let's see. How did, uh, man, Hess crashed this too. Jeez. <laughs> Hess crashed as well. Yeah. It's been a, it's been a rough week all around the board. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, at least the, these, uh, oil companies, Chevron and XO, XOM are, you know, rotating at the tops as opposed to crashing through the bottom supports like the rest of the world. Mm. 
<laughs> but yeah, that uh, hmm. I have to pay attention to these ones because there might be some tradable opportunities there. Yeah. All right. Uh, last stock news thing that I have is just an update on uh, the ongoing labor discussions between the big three automakers and the UAW. How's that working out? Well, Ford actually did make a deal. They were the first ones and probably good for them because the UAW turned around and used that to threaten more strikes to the other two to make a deal happen now. <laughs> oh, so, nice. Yeah. So like, yeah, you can't lose ground. We're going back to work at Ford. You don't want us to strike at some more plants. You better give us uh, better give us what they got. You're right. So they had an um like a marathon negotiating session that started last night and I think it might still actually be going on right now. So uh or they were set to reconvene this afternoon. Um looks like there's a good chance that they might actually make this deal. Good. Uh let's see, what was the Ford deal? The Ford deal was a twenty five percent pay increase over the term of the agreement, also an initial eleven percent increase. Raises for benefits, cumulatively cumulatively raise the top wage to more than forty dollars an hour including an increase of 68% for starting wages to over $28 an hour. Reinstated the cost of living, reduced an eight-year path to the top wages to three years, and allowed the right to strike over plant closures, among other significantly enhanced benefits. So it sounds like they got a pretty damn good deal. All right, economy fixed. <laughs> right. Ford said that the strike had costed about $1.3 billion, and the deal, if ratified, would increase labor costs by roughly $850 to $900 per vehicle produced. Which doesn't seem like all that much, actually. Really doesn't. No. Then that's probably the less money than they're spending on buybacks. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I know, right? No, 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 no. Oh, no. <laughs> so, so yeah, stay tuned because that story will probably be outdated by the time this episode actually airs. We'll see if they get an agreement here in the next couple hours. <laughs> I hope they. I hope they do. I really I do. I do too. Yeah. I always hope somebody gets paid. Get paid, boys. You guys uh, earned it. I didn't post this story, but I did read it yesterday or the day before. The CEO of Toyota is talking about how uh, he doesn't think electric vehicles are, are there yet. And oh, really? Yeah, he's criticizing other companies for trying to dive in, and he's saying it's all about hybrids. Well, yeah, hybrids would be nice. It'd be nice to have the option. Like if your car runs out of juice, flip on the uh, generator and flip on the gas, right? Yeah, exactly. But at the same time, like you need everybody diving in in order to make it a reality. Like somebody's right. got to be the the innovator, right? Apparently, yeah. Apparently, Toyota's only got one electric offering, all electric offering, according to that article. Was Toyota the one who used to do like the fuel cells with hydrogen too? They were trying to do, or is it somebody else? I'm thinking. Of? I don't. I don't remember. Uh, I don't either. Hydrogen car. Oh wow, yeah, Toyota, the Toyota Mirai. Hmm. I have no idea how that works. At the core, Mirai hydrogen from the fuel tank and air entering from the intake grill meet in the fuel cell sack. There, a chemical reaction involving dot dot dot. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that sounds dirtier than the uh, the lead into the ads. <laughs> <laughs> There, a chemical reaction involving the oxygen in the air and hydrogen creates electricity, powering Mirai. In the end, the only byproduct is water. Yeah, it should be. Ah, so it works the same way as like rocket fuels. Yeah, you. Yeah, the, the, the only problem is, is where do you fuel up with hydrogen? I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Got his. Hang on, I gotta take a trip up to Wait, Seoul. <laughs> you know what? For the for the guy for the guy criticizing electric vehicle makers to have a hydrogen car, it's kind of funny. I know. <laughs> like, we're well, just not the there yet. Yeah. 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 Anyway. <laughs> uh, last story. Last story I had. Uh, apparently, uh, Jamie Dimon. You know the the infamous. Famous, infamous. It's more than famous, right? That's what yeah, infamous means. Oh yeah, yeah. I would uh, say he's been at J.P. Morgan for almost eighteen years, and for the first time ever, he's selling some stock. Oh, you know what he's doing? He's getting he's... out before the economy tanks. No, he's closing out all his holdings so that way he can go uh, take over for Powell. Oh, you know what? <laughs> Uh, he, he he could very well be in line because <laughs> you know the banking regulatory revolving door is pretty pretty open. It's it's made yeah. of glass. We can all see it. It's kind of the wrong direction, though. You think uh, maybe Powell's gearing up to replace him yeah. at JP Morgan? <laughs> <laughs> um, he, of course, he says it's uh, you know for estate and tax purposes. He needs to diversify. Apparently. His family, he, you know, he's got like 8.6 million shares. <laughs> uh, I'm sure it has nothing to do with all the things that he's been saying about telling everybody to sell their assets. Uh, right. <laughs> <laughs> this is the worst it's ever fucking been. You um, know, but at least he's doing what he says. That's true. That's well, he's yeah, officially Ish. that's not why he's selling. Uh, and that, that's and that's kind of to my point was when when is a CEO selling their own stock ever said ever? I'm selling it because we ain't gonna. We're not doing good, guys. I'm getting out now. I'm cashing out. It's like the economy's shit, and everybody's gonna take a haircut. Yeah. We need to get out of here. I'm not confident JP Morgan can survive, so I think I'll just dump this stock now. <laughs> I I can't imagine it's that case. But well, what's the percentage? Uh, he's selling one million of his eight point six million. So you know, pretty about one ninth, amount. one eighth, one ninth. Ooh, who's buying it? <laughs> <laughs> that's what i want to know good 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 question um because it did it did push the stock down on the news uh yeah uh, it should three three percent went down three percent because people were like i gotta get out before jamie i don't want to be buying his shares <laughs> <laughs> why not he's got good shares they're in great yeah. shape barely used yeah they were great 18 years ago <laughs> All right. <laughs> Anything else for stock news? No, nope, no, nope, that'll do it. Well, let's go do some crypto then. Ooh. I got some crypto in my wallet. Hanging out on my Ethereum blockchain. Yeah, I got some crypto in my wallet. Some Doji Sushi Polka Dot NFT Decentralized Anonymized Fabulous Cryptocurrency Is there anything else going on in the crypto world besides the uh, SBF trial? Uh, I mean Skytel's up to Six tenths of a penny. Is that news? Wait, is it six tenths or point oh oh six? What was the high? 
I don't. I think, I think we had three cents. Penny. Yeah, it's been a while. I think it was. <laughs> I think it was up to three cents at one point. Damn it! <laughs> Somebody needs to adopt that. Bitcoin's been spiking though. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, but who cares about that? Sam Bankman Freed is planning to testify at his own trial. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> oh, he already did. He already did. did. Oh, it's already happened. Oh god. Yes. Oh god. Yes. <laughs> oh, we don't get any audio for this either. Uh, we need a petition. Sadly. All right. What happened? Do we have any well, updates of what he actually said? The, the uh, Under the headline of this, this article appeared on The Verge with the headline, Sam Bankman Freed is going to talk himself right into jail. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and uh, the, the, the paragraph, the, the statement under that says somehow the least suspicious part of his defense is the 288 auto deleting signal I conversations. Know, I know. I saw that line too. <laughs> oh, oh god. This this writer does not like him and has a bit of a, a acid tongue, if you will. <laughs> Doesn't he have a gag order on him too? Like didn't he get in trouble for talking too much? Yes. Yeah, he got in trouble. Yes, yes he did. Yeah. Um I'll quote the article uh, in in her cross examination of Sam Bankman Freed. Quote: She simply unhinged her jaw and ate Bankman Freed. <laughs> um, so you're she, saying he was not able to explain everything away? No, he was not. Uh, she asked him about the auto deleting stuff, and after a very long pause, he he said that he he thought it was shortly after he started using Signal. Um, she, you know, she grilled him like, well, did you ask your lawyer for approval? And uh, uh, I'm going to actually quote. Uh, yeah. Freed. So I remember my memory of the policy is that it laid out various circumstances in which it was not permissible to do so or in which there needed to be a lengthy retention period for company communications. And that outside of those sets of topics or forms, there was permissibility to have effectively whatever data retention link or setting felt appropriate. Hmm. which the lawyer re- 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 responded with, wait, what does that mean? There was person permissibility about that. Does it mean you could do whatever you wanted? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, that's what it meant. Oh, God. Uh, ultimately to boil it all down. Uh, he, he kept like, at one point the judge even was like, you're not answering the question. You're kind of rambling. Like, I think we all expected that though. Didn't we? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's the Chewbacca defense. Yeah, <laughs> none of this makes any sense. <laughs> Nothing makes sense. You must have quit. Um, and he kind of is trying to say it was his lawyer. Ah, I was wondering he's, who he's going to try to blame. Trying to pin it on his lawyer, like oh, that poor lawyer. I thought the lawyer said it was cool. The lawyer approved these documents. Um, <laughs> okay, so. <laughs> So, uh, uh, oh, where where was it? I should 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 have written it down. Because um, she she nailed him on. Oh yeah yeah yeah. She was like, uh, where in this agreement does it specify that FDX is permitted to spend customer funds? <laughs> right. Yeah. And the court sits in absolute silence for more than a minute. That is a long time for an awkward S- silence. Seriously. You ask a wit you're in court and you ask a question and there is a solid minute of silence before he says, wow. I'm not a lawyer. 
eventually she got him to nail down and he pointed to uh uh the line that said funds were held and or transferred by the provider that's i wonder what, was that's he looking over I, at his lawyer like was somebody writing down like the responses for him to say in the in the background <laughs> Like, right, they've got bad handwriting, and then yeah. he's, like, trying to read it. He's like, uh, ooh, uh, cowboy roadmap speed bump. <laughs> All right, Charlie Day. <laughs> <laughs> so do vote. So, uh, wait, so this was the defense that, was this the defense's uh, turn with them, or is this the prosecutor? This was the prosecutor ripping them shreds. Has the and, as has well the defense as the judge. Ha- has, has the defense had their turn yet? Because <laughs> if you're really Not up there I'm trying right. to blame them, like you think they're going to come out and be like, "Isn't it oh. true that I told you that <laughs> <laughs> this is definitely not something that you should be doing?" <laughs> the, the 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 lawyer for FDX in Alameda was different than the defense attorney. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. Still, there's got to be some camaraderie there. <laughs> when, when, when the judge says to the court, the witness has an interesting way of responding to questions, you know you're on the right track. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, the judge is Kaplan? Yeah, yeah. Is sorry, Sassoon is the, the prosecutor. Kaplan is the judge. Then he, oh, he also told Bankman Free that he'd been asked a number of times whether he knew that Alameda was allowed to have a negative balance in FTX, and he hadn't adequately responded. Yeah. Yeah, you still haven't answered that question, my guy. Yeah. Who's <laughs> hesitant to hire the wrong general counsel? I did want a general counsel who was comfortable with reasonable risks. <laughs> yeah, like the risk of just straight up spending all your clients' money. All of it. Yeah. Yeah, that's a bit of a risk. All right. When is the verdict supposed to be happening with this thing? I mean, if you ask me, it's pretty. It's a verdict. It's pretty in. much done. I don't know. I don't know. I honestly don't don't know how long this trial is going to last. But there can't be much more because usually, like when the defendant actually testifies, that's usually the last of the testifying, right? Yeah, yeah. You would think. You would think they save that. At least that's how it happens on TV. So, well, I mean, it's the hail mary as they describe it. <laughs> they called it a legal hail mary. Yeah, <laughs> like high it, risk, low reward, like my trading. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh god yeah so uh good stuff goodbye goodbye sam i think next time we see you you'll be wearing orange Mm, yes (laughs) the question is is it going to be for more than two years Ooh, yeah that that is that is you want to put the over under on that i say uh well over two years um yeah it's gonna be that's that's like 30 to one I'll get I'll get thirty to one on under two yeah, years. You remember you remember Jordan Belfort? You remember Jordan Belfort when he went to jail? No. The Wolf of Wall Street. Uh, I think he only did like a year. Really? Yep. Well, that's disappointing. Um, yeah, different court system depending on how much money you have. Hooray! It works. <laughs> Justice is blind. <laughs> Blindfolded with a dollar bill. Yeah, right. <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to put that over under at two years of actual serve time. I'm really curious to see if uh, he does more than that. I don't think he's got enough connections to do less than that. And he doesn't have any money anymore. Uh, It depends on who hacked the company and stole all the money (laughs) when they were going bankrupt. Oh, that's how we know it's North Korea. The day that he quit and resigned, he uh, suddenly a bunch of money was hacked out of the company using back doors that only he and other trusted people knew about. 
That's right. That's right. Yeah, I got a feeling he's he's probably sitting on a pretty decent sum still. He's doing just fine. Yeah, but fuck that guy. I hope he goes down for longer. I do too. Anyway, mm-hmm. all right. You got anything else for crypto? Yeah. Nope. Just excited to talk about my best week ever. Hold on, I got some oh, notes. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Hang on. I, I let me grab this. Uh, I got a new gun for this segment. It's uh, I got it off the set of Rust. Oh, come, oh, the movie with uh, the Alec Baldwin. Dan. Hello. Two Bulls in a China Shop is an entertainment program, and all thoughts and opinions expressed in the show belong to the hosts and not of any company. They are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual or on any specific security or investment product. It is only intended to provide entertainment about stocks and the financial industry of trading. If you make trades based on what you hear in this show, you assume all risks for those trades.